Now it's time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy. And Sally, more farmland to, is set to be converted to rotational forestry. That's right. Four farms covering more than 2,000 hectares has been sold to overseas investors. The sales were approved under the Overseas Investment Office Special Forestry Test. Monique Steele has more. A 632-hectare beef farm in Whangarei has been sold to Swiss company Cody Forestry. It plans to convert 420 hectares of the farm into a commercial plantation forest. A Dutch company has bought a 186-hectare block of land in Clutha, Otago, which is currently a mixture of farmland and forestry. It intends to maintain the existing forestry activity and convert the remaining land to trees. A large sheep and beef farm in Waimate has been sold to US company Port Blakely Limited. The farm will be planted into rotational forestry by the end of next winter. And furniture company IKEA's parent company, Inca Investments, has purchased another farm. The majority of the 954 hectare sheep, beef and deer farm in Taidafati will be planted into trees in the next two years, with harvest taking place in about 30 years. Jobs are on the chopping block at rural supply store farmlands as the cooperative undergoes a restructure amid farmers tightening their belts. A spokesperson says fewer than 25 roles will be impacted by the operational structure review, largely in support office roles. They say customers want farmlands to focus on supporting on-farm profitability during this challenging time. So while office roles are being disestablished, farmlands is recruiting about 35 new team members and customers facing and technical areas. To other news, it's hoped a new business industry partnership will reduce the risks posed to agri-chemical sprayers. Rural Contractors New Zealand has announced a new five-year partnership with Australian agricultural chemical company New Farm and equipment retailer Croplands. Together they've created a new accreditation with the aim to improve training and to reduce the risk and liability for clients. Rural Contractors Chief Executive Andrew Olson says commercial contractors have to navigate confusing and overreaching legislation, prompting work to improve industry standards. There's a lot of eyes, particularly from urban New Zealand, on what's being sprayed and how it's being sprayed. And then particularly in the primary sector, what's on my food. And if the chemical's here and it can be used, then it's been through a rigorous process to be used. And then the next step is making sure that you're taking water from where you should, clean up operations, washdowns are all in check. And there is a rigorous process that is about making sure that you are risk averse and that you've got practices in place to manage it if there is something that happens that you weren't expecting. Andrew Olson says they're encouraging all agri-chemical sprayers to get certified. Right, it's time to get the latest from the sale yards around the country. I spoke with Suze Bremner from AgriHQ a little earlier today. Gosh, Sally, this year is going by and we are now obviously halfway through. I just don't understand how that's happened. So many farmers are prepping for lemming and calving and no doubt hoping that the second half of the year is not quite as dramatic weather-wise as the first half has been. So at the yards this week, we've seen store land prices in the North Island come back again, but I'm hoping that we've reached a floor as more buyers start to come into that market at those lower levels. So Stortford Lodge averaged $114 for males and $93.50 for ewe lambs, while in the South Island yards, tallies were low and that market continues to hold up a little better than the North. Medium to good mixed sex lambs at Tamuka sold for $110 to $127. It is unusual to have lamb prices coming back at this time of year, given that throughput tends to drop off and any new season lamb supply is still some time away. 
but given the high prices that were being paid relative to outlooks, it actually isn't surprising. And how are the cattle sales going? Well, store cattle sales at least are following the usual patterns better than the lambs. There's still solid demand for well-bred lines of cattle, especially if they're shorter term and offered in good numbers. Prime cattle results have also been favourable due mainly to low tallies. So at South Island Yards, heavy steers have been trading at $3.10 to $3.20 a kilo, and the heifers have been hovering around $3 a kilo. And those selling boner cows are reaping the reward of that low volume too. And most Frisian at Tamuka sold for $2.04 to $2.18 a kilo on Monday. At the University of Canterbury are developing a tool which will allow farmers to measure phosphate in their local waterways. Phosphate, a key ingredient in some fertilisers, can enter streams and rivers when runoff from farms ends up in them. It can cause damaging algae blooms which have flow-on effects for fish and other wildlife. Associate Professor of Physical and Chemical Sciences, Deborah Crittenden, says at the moment it's really hard to detect phosphate in waterways as it's invisible to the naked eye. We have detectors for almost everything else that happens in waterways, for oxygen and pH and even nitrate and other kind of chemical contaminants. But phosphate is particularly hard because all of our usual ways of detecting these things, often shining a light at them and seeing um, how they absorb light, don't work on phosphate because it's kind of invisible to these types of techniques. Ms Crittenden says they've done preliminary work to prove they can catch phosphate in waterways, so now they're working to make that a usable product for farmers. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a sensor that you can kind of set and forget and leave in your stream and it will take continuous readings or semi-continuous readings, maybe one every five or ten minutes, and then send that data back to, say, your phone um, so that you have a real-time measurement of how much phosphate you have in your waterway. Deborah Crittenden says if farmers know how much phosphate is running off into local waterways, they can either reduce the amount of fertiliser they use or do more to prevent runoff. And as you may have heard in the news, annual cheese exports have reached a new high of $3 billion. New stats in Z figures show they rose 35% in the 12 months to May. And over the same period, the quantity exported rose nearly 7%. And that's the rural news for this week. Koe rā te purongo o te tai whenua. Kia pai te rā.